Hello, hello, and welcome back to Psych Your Life. My name is Marin Mooney, and I am your host. On the show, we talk about both understanding the psychology of mind, behavior, and emotion. So why you are the way you are and why you do the things you do and what you can do to get psyched about your life. So how you can not just survive, but thrive in the world we live in. This is something I am deeply passionate about and have dedicated my life to. So if you are looking to take your own healing journey and transformational journey to the next level, please visit my website, www.tamiranmooney.com. And last but not least, I am known to swear on occasion, so if you have people around who you'd rather did not hear swearing, please use your headphones. So let's dive in. In today's episode, I have a couple of different things I'm hoping to talk about, all related to relationships and partnerships. Um, I will be talking about a healthy relation, what is a healthy relationship, what a healthy relationship requires. This is something actually I, I used to ponder as I was going in and out of terrible relationships. Like what is it that makes a relationship work, right? So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, signs of unhealthy relationships, toxic relationships. And I also want to talk about narcissism and gaslighting. So I might actually just dive right in and start with narcissism because it's an interesting topic and it sucks <laughs> to be in a relationship with a narcissist and yeah it's it just totally fucks with your mind um i myself had that pleasure <laughs> in my younger years and you don't like it's it's a gradual easing into it because it, they're they're often those a relationship with a narcissist accelerates very fast because they, they can be very charming very charismatic and like very able to seduce you um yeah not not to blame put the blame entirely on someone else but it is <laughs> you know um and i mean at at that time i myself i i was i was i was i was very insecure i didn't know myself very well i didn't know my value or my worth so it started off you know with this guy being very flattering and making me feel very good about myself actually and then eventually with time it it gradually gradually shifted as he'd start putting me down more and kind of make me question my sanity a little bit and, and, and doubt myself um but yeah i mean obviously like someone who is a narcissist you know they they're that way because they have all their own baggage right you know they they probably very insecure themselves, very afraid of rejection, ridicule. So that's why they put on this very confident, charismatic persona. Maybe they have like deeply repressed shame, which they then, you know, take out by, by pushing others down. Um, or maybe they, they have this anxiety, this insecurity, again, which they project onto others that is making them feel, feel insecure, maybe feel like they're mentally ill or whatever it is. It's really strange. I mean, it's a form of emotional manipulation, really, um, um, personality type. Um, they might, you know, they'll take more than they give. They, they, yeah, 
it's, it's, it's not enough fun, not a fun relationship to be in. Um, and it's hard to recognize that, that you're, you're in one of these relationships because it, it, it creeps, because as I said, it, it will start really good and then it gradually, gradually creeps in to like just more and more making you doubt yourself. And a, a lot of gaslighting will happen. So what is ga gaslighting? If you've never been gaslighted, good for you. But it's that can make you question your sanity, honestly. You know, it's, it's where a person, the gaslighter, will, will make you second guess yourself. And this can be done either through countering by saying things like, no, you, don't, you never remember things correctly. Um, or it can be done through pretending not to understand what you're trying to say. Or maybe downplaying, you know, trivializing your, your thoughts and feelings, saying they're, they're not as important, they're not right, that, that you, you're not thinking straight type thing. Or it might be outright denial and pretend to have forgotten what happened or that it didn't happen the way you remember it. Um, or they might take totally irrelevant information to and use it to, to deny your experience but somehow make it plausible. Um, or they, they might just stereotype and, and say that because of your, your race, your nationality, your gender, your age, or whatever, what you're saying isn't true, i.e., you know, you're being a crazy woman, you're not making sense right now. But it's done to basically what, well, what's being done when one's being gaslit is, is your experience is being negated and told that it isn't valid and that what you remember, what you're saying isn't true or you don't remember it correctly. But it's done in a very subtle way, often. Um, that you don't realize it's happening or it might be done by someone who's really close to you, who, who you love or who you're really close to. So that's a very vulnerable place you're in because you love them, you respect them. So you start to doubt your, your sanity. And this is a very, very common tactic of, of narcissists. That's, that's how, how, how they do it. <laughs> um, and the thing is, in, in a narcissistic relationship, it, that uh, often you, you start becoming more and more isolated from maybe other friends and family because you, you as you question your own sanity, you start really believing this partner's, this person's, um, you know, beliefs, what they're saying, and you really start valuing their approval even more, and you start getting less and less. Of it, I mean, it's a it's a form of emotional abuse, really, and it's just so fucked up, honestly, because you're in a really intimate person relationship. You love this person, you're vulnerable, and they're taking advantage of that. Um, and as I said, it's super sneaky because it slowly, slowly builds up with time. It give you know, they, it gives them a sense of power, um, a sense of control. Um, and yeah, as I said, it, well, it, it starts, you know, it happens really fast. So they, they do this a lot, you might even call love bombing, just showering you with love and praise and all, all of uh, affectionate and, and start and you fall in really fast. And then next thing you're, they're gradually, gradually introducing more of these manipulations where you start doubting yourself and really overly trusting for some reason their what what they say and their opinion and their thoughts and so 
you're you, of course you're if you already have low self-esteem and self-doubt you're more likely to be susceptible to this i mean it takes having done a lot of inner work and a really strong sense of self and confidence and you know knowing your worth to be to recognize this straight away and walk away from it but once as once you do that inner work actually <laughs> and start realizing your worth and do the all the self-love and learning to set boundaries and express yourself you won't fall susceptible to these. I mean, it's glaringly obvious when you see someone behaving in this way. Um, so do, do the inner work to, to avoid these situations. But also, like, well, what, what can happen from being in such a relationship as, you know, you start doubting yourself, you start turning against yourself, thinking that maybe you're too sensitive um, if, if they're saying that what you're feeling isn't true. So, and you, you become dependent, you, you defend them because you're just such a total mindfuck. But at the same time, it's confusing, but you're always, always um, second-guessing yourself and your self-esteem is continuously going down and, and you become more and more dependent on this person. It's just, it's a total, total mindfuck and it's really destroying from the spirit and it takes a lot to recover from. Um, you know, because once you realize it and you come out of it, it becomes, you know, it becomes very difficult to trust others again. It takes a lot of work to want to be even in any relationship again. Um, it's, it's, it's devastating to experience, it's devastating to see it happen to another person. Um, so do the inner work right <laughs> and avoid it in the first place. And I mean, and that's like any relationship to to be in a healthy relationship and not to be taken advantage of. You need to know your worth, guys. It's like invest time in doing like self-love practices, uh, discovering where your lack of self-worth even comes from. Um, you know, because it comes from childhood. Maybe you learned as a child that you needed to behave in a certain way in order to be get approval and love. Maybe you learned that it wasn't safe to be vulnerable because you were, you know, either emotionally or, or physically abused. You know, these are relationship patterns are often formed very early in childhood. Maybe even it's modeling from parents. Or, and then, you know, in, in young adulthood, too, from our, our first relationships can definitely um, shape future relationships. So it's so important to do the work and understand where where our tendencies come from. What, what kind of attachment tendencies do we have? Do we have a tendency to, like, keep our distance from people and, and, and to not get too close? Or do we become really, really attached and really dependent on the love for a person and, or really insecure? You know, self-awareness is, is the beginning, understanding where it comes from, and then like doing seep, seep, <laughs> deep self-love work. That was like a mix between self and deep, 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 deep self-love work. You know, and dating yourself, taking yourself out on dates, buying yourself gifts, writing yourself love letters, and listening <laughs> to your body, listening to your intuition, your needs, and honoring them, you know, giving, listening really listening to what you need and honoring it giving yourself space to rest when your body is asking for it not overly pushing yourself if your body is in need of rest 
you know, there's so, so, so many self-love practices. I, I, I'm not going to go, because, <laughs> no, you know, that, that's workshop material. This is the work I do with my clients. And it takes time and commitment and support and so much. But it's deeply satisfying works because once you develop that solid foundation of self-love, you won't tolerate all this fucking bullshit. Um, you know, you'll know what you deserve and you will go into... You won't go into relationships where you aren't treated with love and respect. Yeah, and like get, getting to know yourself, really, really important. Getting to know your needs, learning to speak up for yourself, building confidence, learning to set boundaries. All of this is, is super, super helpful for then being prepared and also attracting healthy relationships. You know, we, we do attract into our life where we're at we create in our lives our belief systems you know if we believe that we're unworthy unlove even if it's a subconscious we're not going to attract loving relationships i mean i don't want to be totally extreme there because then I, that that's me then saying unless you you love yourself you're not going to have a good relationship that that's totally not true you you cannot be totally in love with yourself and still have good relationships but doing this in a work you know, helps it helps a lot, and it also means that the ratio, when you do have relationships, they're so much more deeply, deeply, deeply fulfilling. There's more intimacy, more vulnerability, more conflicts resolving here because you you're you're willing to do the inner work, and hopefully the other person is doing the inner work. But that's also important. It's like you can't be the only one doing the inner work. You you have to be self if you're if you are committed to this path. I think it's nice to be in a relationship who's also willing to be honest with themselves about themselves and, and take self to self responsibility. So yeah, I mean, what is a, a healthy relationship, right? That's what I what I opened with and what I always used to ponder. You know, what is it that attracts two people together? What is it? You know, why do we we fall in love with the people that we do? Sometimes it is based on um, modeling from parents or what we learned to desire in a relationship from from this modeling. Um, you know, all, <laughs> a lot of unconsciously is the, the pheromones. And it's actually really interesting because um, the contraceptive pill means that we actually don't sense um, the other people's pheromones correctly. And often, you know, if two people have been together for like ages and ages and then the woman, they're trying to, they decide they want to have a child. So the woman comes off the contraceptive pill and they finally <laughs> discover the guy's smell and they, they realize that they're not actually attracted to each other. So the, the contraceptive pill can actually fuck with many things, but it can fuck up with the mating process. Um, because we are, the, 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 that pheromonal attraction is, is based on a natural, you know, natural, you know, biological attraction and compatibility. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I don't have the answer to, to what, what is it that attracts us to each other. However, what I do know is what is required for a healthy relationship. I mean, first and foremost, you have to feel safe. You know, you feel safe, like you can be 
yourself so you don't have to be pretend to be anyone that that you can be vulnerable and share your vulnerabilities which obviously then leads to open honest communication i mean that if nothing else that is the total total key 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 to any relationship is communicating and having a good way of having of communicating and resolving conflict and being able to listen to each other when your points of view d differ and being open to the other person's point of view. I mean, <laughs> just the basic, basic thing. And each party must be able to take self-responsibility. And although, of course, we are not responsible for how another person feels, we have to acknowledge that if you're in a relationship, you know, the things you say and do are going to impact the other and that's the thing for for resolving um any conflict it's to go in not going like blaming the other person it's like you did that and it made me feel this way it's being like no it's taking self-responsibility for your emotions it's like i feel this when this happened you know it's it's speaking from the i and how you feel rather than going straight in and accusing the other person i mean that's with any any sort of conflict self-responsibility right um being able to trust each other <laughs> is very important and you know i used to have such trust issues i had abandonment issues too serious i mean i still it's i my abandonment issues do get get triggered in, in certain situations and it's something I'm working through for myself. I know I'm not the only one. Um, but yeah, um, other other things for healthy relationships, independence, you know, having, keeping your own identity in a relationship. And I, this is, I personally is something I find tricky because I fall in love so deeply right and it's so easy to lose your sense of yourself and prioritize the relationship over your own well-being um and that's great but ultimately that's that's not sustainable you know we, we you need your independence you are an independent individual and codependence isn't healthy it isn't healthy for the individual and it isn't healthy for the relationship and i mean there's interdependence too you know you're you're building something together you support each other and that but there, you, there's both of it there's interdependence and independence i think interdependence implies independence anyway i should i should look it up in the dictionary um get back to you all um you know it's you inspire each other to 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 be your best selves you support each other in growing and 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 yeah in growing and growth um respecting each other you know respecting that you're not going to be exactly the same respecting that you have different opinions um big thing is balance between giving and taking you know there's, there's any balance relationship is there's give and take and you you know if you've been in a relationship with somebody else who takes more than they give it doesn't even have to necessarily be an intimate relationship any relationship with that imbalance and giving and taking doesn't feel good and it's not sustainable so there you go give and take um fun <laughs> you you know you you, there must be ways that you have fun together you laugh and play so important um respecting boundaries and respecting sexual boundaries too um yeah plans for conflict resolution 
uh, and kindness, you know, being being kind and compassionate and forgiving, um, but by also having your own boundaries um, respected. Yeah, I think those those are all all very very important elements to relationships. I'm sure there's probably plenty plenty more, but I think those are are the key are some of the key ones and highlighting their open honest communication. Boom. <laughs> And yeah, I was just going to start relisting them all because they're all important, but open, honest communication is real, real key. Um, and if both individuals are willing to take self-responsibility, uh, especially for own baggage, own traumas, but also being willing to acknowledge that your behavior will impact the other. Um, yeah, it's, it's such a, like everything in life, it's, it's such a fine art of, of finding that right balance the reality is you know it's not going to be good all the time everything isn't going to be rainbows and butterflies um you know relationships have their ups and downs but it's being able to work through them together and that's the thing it's like when you work through the downs and the complications that makes things the relationships stronger right like that really that's the real substance and that's like the real substance of life you know it's great sharing good beautiful moments with other people but sharing like difficult sad you know uncomfortable things and staying together and moving through them and growing through them <sighs> i mean that substance that's powerful that's beautiful that's connection i mean that's good juicy stuff but it's not stuff it's not easy either um so yeah um those i guess yeah i guess yeah yeah those are those are my thoughts on relationships um not always easy and really important like it's really so valuable to do your own inner work um so that you know your worth and you don't fall into relationships with fucking crazy manipulative idiots don't value you and make you feel like shit <sighs> unfortunately a lot of us have those experiences and hopefully we grow through them and come back to trust once again i feel so very grateful for the teachers and experiences i've had that are what make me who i am today and it really is a pleasure a privilege and a blessing to be able to share this with you and to create a community around these important and essential values. If you were touched, moved, or found what you heard today helpful, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends who you, you think might also enjoy this. Otherwise, if you want more insight, more wisdom, more resources, or to dive deeper yourself, check out my website or my Instagram page. Let's connect. Keep shining your